Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Balls Over the Top Podcast NFL Picks. Uh, we have an exciting week coming up for you guys here in, what is it, week seven of the NFL. Um, we are at halftime of the Eagles versus Giants game, a little bit of a snooze fest, 10 to 7 coming in. Uh, what are your thoughts, Byrne? Uh, yeah, uh, not a particularly uh, dynamic game between two teams that are definitely um, in the middle of their struggles right now. But Birds coming out on top is, is good to see so far. Let's hope that they uh, can continue that for two more quarters. Yeah, so uh, with that being said, we have a pretty exciting docket of games coming up this weekend. Starting with, this one's not really that exciting, but the Buffalo Bills are taking on the New York football Jets. Both well, both New York teams are abysmal this year. Combined between them, I believe they have one win. Mm-hmm. Adam Gase has been an absolute joke and really does not deserve to be the head coach of any football team, uh, really at any level, even Pee Wee, I would say, but let alone the head coach of a football team in a major sports network. Yeah. So I think this is easy no matter what. Uh, you go against the Jets. But it's a 12-point spread. Uh, I still think I go, I, I give up the points here, which double digits is almost, it's so unlike me, but the Bills kind of just got smacked this past two weeks. They're coming yeah. off two consecutive losses for the first time all season. I just imagine that they're, I imagine that they're going to come out really swinging. So I think I go Bills to win. I go Bills to cover that 12-point spread. 45 points. Whew, I go under just because the Jets are that bad. Okay. We're totally on the same page with this one. Uh, This Jets is really bad. This Bills team is not, and the Bills team has a lot to prove at the moment. I don't see the Jets getting their first W. I don't see the Jets playing this within two touchdowns. I I think this might be a three-score game. This might be one of those, uh, like, 21 to 10, or, or, I'm sorry, 31 to 10 type games. Just a real blowout, real rough game for this Jets team. Uh, coming up next on the docket, though, we've got a pretty, pretty good-looking game. We've got the Carolina Panthers facing off against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints are favorites by seven and a half, and the over/under in this one is at fifty-one. Um, I think this is one of those games where I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking two different teams. I'm definitely, I'm picking the Saints on the money line, but. I think Carolina Panthers plus seven and a half. They've shown a lot of fight in these recent weeks, and uh, I think the Saints team is doesn't have that second level that we're used to them, we're used to seeing them have, which would really propel them uh, way far past this team. And I'm taking the under fifty one in this one. So uh, I think we're pretty much on the same boat here again. Not to be uh, unexciting here, but I think that Saints team is really good. I think that Saints team will come out with a win. But I've been really pleasantly surprised by what Matt Rule has done with this Carolina Panthers team. Um, Teddy Bridgewater has really flourished this season and, and shown that he is an NFL franchise quarterback. I mean, we thought he might have been, you know, with his initial run on the Vikings before that really grisly knee injury. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we are seeing him come into his own. You know, he, he operates that offense without Christian McCaffrey. And yet he's making guys like Robbie Anderson look like big-time weapons. Uh, now, maybe Robbie Anderson has always had the talent and just has never flourished because he's been a Jet, and that seems like a place where talent goes to die. But the 
he's been really impressive. Yeah, I mean, the truth I mean, of the matter is that he's been putting on that performance in Carolina. Which... So, where I wasn't expecting them to be, you know, any form of pace-setting offense, and no. yet Robbie Anderson's doing a number. So, um, I am going to go with the Saints money line. I am going to go with the Panthers with the spread. Over under 51, though. Um, I think I go over. You want to hit the over on this I think one? I'm actually going to go over on this yeah. one. So, uh, you know, differentiate from me there. I do think that the Saints need to score points to win. And I think that this Panthers team scores points as well. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, we'll see. We do have another uh, divisional matchup um, at 1 o'clock. The Cleveland Browns are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, this game intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Why does this game intrigue me? Joe Burrow has been impressive. And yes. that Bengals team has been pretty fun to watch. Joe Mixon's they're pretty all, consistently good. Their offense is at least decent. Yeah. Um, their defense has struggled. But this is a Browns team that, to me, is a pretty big question mark. I mean, they were dominant the, uh, a couple of games. They were scoring more than 30 points. They have a winning record for the first time since God knows when. And But then they came out last week, and they just totally laid an egg against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ugly. Yeah. It was bad. It was soft. And so, it puts me in a tough spot. I do think I go Cleveland to win. I think this Browns team gets a little bit more back on track. They have too many weapons to be this to be that bad. But I think it's all going to come down to if Baker Mayfield can take care of the football because he did not do a good job of that against the Steelers. Turnovers left and right, and uh, and he just can't do that uh, against these other teams. Now, granted, that Steelers defense is way better than this Bengals defense, but I digress. Yeah. I go Cleveland to win. I do think I go Cleveland to cover. I see this, if it were a six-and-a-half point spread, I wouldn't. But three-and-a-half, I think it is more than a field goal. So I think I go Cleveland win, Cleveland cover, ugh, under a 50-and-a-half. Okay. Um yeah, I you know, if I was giving advice on this game at all, I would say don't touch it. This game uh, looks like a pit. That being said, um, I think the Bengals could really strike against this Browns team. Um, their pass rush has been pretty good in this Browns team, uh, but Joe Burrow has also shown that he can be kind of unfazed by pass rush, especially if the coverage down the field isn't that great and there have been plenty of teams this year who have been able to beat this Browns secondary so I think I'm actually going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals in this one uh and I'll get three and a half points with them I'm going to take the over of 50 and then 50 and a half I think we're going to see so we're a little going to bit split more all across up. the board on this one yeah um yeah, so, I mean, I think it's going to be, a good, uh, you know, it's not going to be a good game for betting, and, again, I wouldn't bet anything in this with confidence, but I think it'll be an entertaining game to watch. Uh, another game that's going to be really it's kind of a head-scratcher is going to be this Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. Washington, other than their Week 1 win against the Eagles, has looked like a dumpster fire. Uh, they really have looked like they haven't been able to get out of their own way. As much as I like Riverboat Ron Rivera, they just had the numbers, uh, the offense, the defense, just none of it's been clicking for that Washington football team. No. Um, meanwhile, Dallas, where do you even begin? They're on their backup quarterback who looked like a bad backup quarterback this past week uh, against against the Cardinals, and their defense seems like it can't stop anything. 
Right. Um, I do think this might be where Washington gets on the board. I think this is a close game. One point spread is fitting. I think this is where Washington gets back on the board. I give Washington the win. I give Washington, yeah, they're the one point underdog, so I'll give them the spread as well. And um, over under a 46. I think I go under just because as bad as both of these defenses are, both of these offenses, at least now with Andy Dalton at the helm, seem so unimpressive. Yeah. That I don't see it being a, a big points day. So I go under. I go Washington, Washington, under. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you. I have no faith in this Cowboys team. Um, I didn't have faith when Dak Prescott was the quarterback and putting up historic numbers just because their defense was as good as he was. Their defense was equally bad. And uh, I don't see that. I don't see that improving uh, this week. I see Washington coming away with another one, and I just don't see many points being scored. Seems like a kind of a almost an uninteresting game. We might have a little bit more of an interesting game coming up at what one o'clock though, when the Detroit Lions face off against the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are two point favorites in this one, with the over under of fifty four and a half. Where are you at at this game? I think I'm going to go with Atlanta. Uh, I think this team actually was a lot better than their record has been and than their performances have been. I think that Matt Ryan is a pretty decent quarterback, and he's now playing for his job, he realizes. With Dan Quinn gone, he, you could very see, you know, usually a, 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 a new head coach comes in, unless it's Aaron Rodgers, basically. A new head coach comes in, and they want a new quarterback. Hell, even with Aaron Rodgers, they just drafted somebody to eventually take over. So these these when a, when a new head coach comes in, you know they want to get their they want to get their quarterback. They want to get their guy, you know, to be running the show. And so I think Matt Ryan's really going to perform, and I think this Falcons team is really going to wake up. And so I think I go Falcons to win. I know it's a two point spread. That's kind of a coin toss. I'll still take Falcons to win by more than two points, and then over under. 54 and a half that seems a little high to me but with the amount of points that both of these teams seem to just hemorrhage i'm willing to go for it i'm willing to go over on that 54 and a half yeah i'm definitely i'm right there with you i'm confident in this over of 54 and a half um but i i just i'm not quite confident in this atlantis falcons team yet and i think we might just see Detroit win another game that is going to scratch heads because Detroit just has it within them to win teams that or win against teams that seems like they should lose against. I'm going to go pick Detroit in this one, and I'll take two free points with them. That makes sense. Um, we have another fascinating one coming up at 1 o'clock. Really fascinating one that, that I think is a little bit harder to pick than you would have initially thought. We have uh, we have Green Bay Packers against the Houston Texans. Now that's a three and a half point line in favor of Green Bay, which makes sense. They have been the better team, but this Texans team is playing with new life with Romeo Cornell at the helm. Um, he's a great coach. I have nothing but respect for Romeo Cornell, and this is a good Texans team with a lot of talent on that offense. Meanwhile, we have a Green Bay team that really just was nowhere to be found this past week. I mean, they got shelled by Tampa Bay absolutely shelled 
And so, um, I think that, again, there's more than meets the eye to this game. Uh, with that being said, with that in mind, I do still think I go with, uh, I do still think I go with the Packers to win and, and Aaron Rodgers to rebound. Um, I'll get, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give Packers the three and a half points as well. This seems like a game that may be close, but if it is, it's touchdown close, not field goal close. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with that. And then uh, over under 57, that just seems a little bit too high. That seems a little bit too high. 57 seems crazy high to me. So I'm going to go with under on the 57. What are your thoughts on this Green Bay-Houston matchup? I I think Green Bay really has to be looking to bounce back after last week's performance against Tampa Bay. Um, and I think doing it against a vulnerable Houston Texans team would be quite the big statement. Uh, but I just don't know if I see that happening now that there's new life sparking up inside this Houston Texans team. So I think I'm going to pick the Texans in this one. Um, and I'm going to take the, the three and a half points that come with them. But I just don't see this being um, a crazy offensive game. I'm taking the under 57. 57 just seems like a whole lot of points. And, uh, yeah. So we've got one more 1 o'clock game coming up. We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against the Tennessee Titans. We've got two undefeated teams in this one. Yeah, it's really, uh, you know, not to tab their, their phrase there, but might be game of the week. Might It might be the game of the week. Um, you know, the Steelers, I, I don't know. I, I don't know with both these teams because neither of them, I feel like, would have been um, very high up in my list of teams that I thought would be five and zero at this point um you know this is ben's return season kind of uh this is a the titans team well, coming return, back it's return season and it could be farewell season it, it could also be at his age was he 39 or something like that yeah, he's, he's getting up there he's he's put and, a lot of years in the and field. he doesn't have quite the polished game that brady or breeze have to play into their 40s, I don't think. No, and he I think he's a little bit his, too. Ru- he yeah. uses his physicality more than the other than the other quarterbacks. Um, it's more a part of his game. So yeah, um, that level of contest and um, you know combat is is a different level. And this is also a Tennessee Titans team that's coming back after a year of handing out big contracts to to big names. Um, which you know you don't you normally expect a little bit of a regression from from these guys. So yeah, both both these squads are pretty impressive so far. Uh, and right now the the Titans are favorites by only one and a half, and the over under this one's at fifty and a half. I'll tell you right now, I like the over in this one. But where do you feel about this game? So I actually think I'm going to go against the Titans here. And, and you know, I've gone against the Titans the last three weeks, and I've been a fool every time. So mm-hmm. uh, this might come back to bite me. But something about this Steelers team just feels to me like it's a little bit different of a challenge than anything these Titans have faced so far this season. And their combination of good defense, um, running ability, 
uh, ability to control the clock, but also the ability to hit those big plays over the top, whether it is to chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, or any of their other, you know, uh, they have some other big play threats on that team. Washington, I believe, is still there. And so uh, so I think I go Pittsburgh to win. And with, you know, my feeling on lines that are this small, especially in games that we think are going to be shootouts. I, I just, I got to go. Uh, I, if I'm going with a team to win, I'm going with them to cover. And so I'm going to agree with you on the over, and I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh win, Pittsburgh spread. Uh, not confidently on either of those, by the way, but... That's just my gut feeling. What about you? I'm rolling with the Titans in this, and I I think it's because the Titans do the one thing that can really upset the Steelers' game plan, and that's control the ball. Um, Derrick Henry is fantastic running the ball this season, uh, as he's been the past several seasons, pretty much as he's been his whole, his whole life. Um, and I think... Due to that fact, we're going to see the Titans control the ball, control the clock, uh, Mike Vrabel's strategy, and I think we see them secure away another victory this week. Alrighty, cool. Cool, cool. Well, going into the 4 o'clock games, the afternoon games, we actually have quite a few this week. I imagine it just ended up with scheduling changes and all that stuff, but uh, we have, uh, what, five 4 o'clock games it looks like? The first one being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Vegas Raiders. I actually think I saw a notification this game might be getting flexed to Sunday night. I think so. But either way, we'll, we'll still treat it the way it is. Uh, four and a half point spread in favor of Tampa. This one's a little surprising to me. Uh, this Raiders team has been a big game team, and it seems like they've risen up to some of their opponents this past week, putting a hurting on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, or was that two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago because the Chiefs just won. Yeah, Chiefs just beat the Bills. Yeah. So this Vegas team, I mean, they have the ability to beat any team on any Sunday. They just don't do it consistently. Meanwhile, this Buccaneers team seems like it's been getting better and better each week, kind of getting its footing underneath it. Um, But I think think John Gruden, I think John Gruden's got this one in the bag for some reason. Uh, They're coming off a bye week, the Raiders, so they had a little bit of extra time to prepare. And I think Josh Jacobs had a little bit of time to, to, you know, get a little healthy. A lot of guys on that team. You get that bye week, that's really big. And with an experienced coach like John Gruden, uh, you expect the team to come out swinging. And I think they're going to do that. I go Vegas to win. I go Vegas plus four and a half on that spread. And I think I'm going to go with the... Actually, I think I'm going to go under a 52 and a half. That, while I think there's going to be offense... Uh, I think it's going to be like a 28-17, maybe a, like a, you know, yeah, I think like a 28-17, maybe 28-21. I know we're getting close to that, but to that 52-and-a-half mark, but I still think I'm confident in the under there. I'm I'm with you on this Raiders team. I like a Raiders team with a extra week of rest, especially in this crazy, crazy season. But I am not with you in this over/under. I definitely see an over of 52 and a half, uh, just with all the down the field plays that we've seen so far this season. I, I am very ready to see a big offensive display out of both squads. I think we're going to see some of those touchdowns we're going to see all week. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think we have potential for that, but I don't know. I, I don't know if the Raiders win this if it is a shootout, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. 
Another 4 o'clock game. Uh, this one's going to also be pretty interesting. Uh, we have the Jaguars versus the Chargers. Now, Gardner Minshew against Justin Herbert. Um, seven and a half point spread in favor of the Chargers. So the Jaguars are, are pretty substantial underdogs here. And um, I think the Chargers win, but I do think the Jaguars cover. Uh, I'm excited because I do think Justin Herbert does get a, a win. Uh, he's been really close and had his team in a lot of close games. But, you know, I think he does get over the hump here and get the win, but I think it's a little bit closer than we think. I think that the Jaguars are... I, I think that the Jaguars are going to hang in this game, make it a close one. And we go Chargers win, Jaguars cover, and I'm going to go under a 49. We can lock this one in. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think Justin... Herbert has been very impressive this season. He's put up a whole bunch of yards. He can do it again against this Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars side, but I don't think Gardner, Gardner Minshew just uh, lies down and takes it. I think yeah. this is going to be a pretty close game. I do think we don't see more than 49 points, though. I think it'll be a lot of, um, a lot of battling out for the middle ground. So uh, another game we got coming up at... 4:30 this week is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos. Now the Chiefs have been one of the better teams this year. Obviously, they're a lot of people's Super Bowl pick, and the Broncos just pulled off a pretty shocking uh, victory over the New England Patriots. Um, I still think that victory doesn't inspire me enough to go for them. I'm going to go Chiefs to win. Nine and a half, that is a big spread, but I'm going Chiefs to win. I'm going Chiefs to cover. And 45 and a half, ooh, I'm going to go under. I think we actually see the Chiefs controlling the clock like they did this past week. They got over 200 yards rushing against the Bills, and I think that continues. I think we see them dominate with time of possession, still really move the ball at will, but I think there ends up being a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There ends up being a calmness and and a, no sense of urgency. It's almost like they're they're gonna eat, be relaxed, and get to just kind of execute a game plan. execute a game plan. But as a result, they're not even gonna be running up the score. They're gonna be just milking the clock and cruising to like a twenty-four to ten, maybe thirty-one to ten victory. But I, I don't see us breaking that. I don't see us breaking that 45-and-a-half point over-under. Uh, okay. Uh, this Kansas City Chiefs team is definitely rebounding. This Denver Broncos team is probably just going to be feeling themselves off this win a little bit. So I think um, I'm there with you. Uh, I think Kansas City is going to win this game. I think they're going to cover the spread. But I see... Um, teams really getting offensive kinks out and both these teams have big score capability and seeing that this is only at 45 and a half i think i want to take this over i want to see some more points this weekend yeah absolutely um the last of the four o'clock games last of the afternoon games is another one that is pretty interesting to me we have the 49ers facing off against the new england patriots the niners really looked lost up until this past week where they kind of found themselves again. And the Patriots uh, also look kind of lost coming off of that 
upset against the Denver Broncos. And so I do think that I have more faith in Bill Belichick than I do uh, on anybody on that Niners team, despite the fact that they just got out of a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And so I think I go with the Patriots to rebound. Patriots and Cam Newton, they've had a rough month. This is the first week, in theory, that they're having a full week to practice, kind of get back into that normal groove, game plan, all execution, all that. And so, yeah, I think I go with Patriots to win, Patriots to cover it two and a half. 43 and a half, though, seems low. I think I go above 43 and a half. I, I think I'm going over. Um, interesting. I don't have faith in either either of these offenses to really rebound. Um, I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game. So I'm going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to pick Patriots minus 2.5. I think they win by definitely more than that. And I'm picking the under of 43.5. could very much see this being a 17-10 to 10 game, um, ending in kind of a listless battle. Our Sunday night game. Well, I think the previously scheduled again. I think we had a reschedule this game, yeah. but I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, Sunday night, as it was scheduled, was a divisional matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Two good teams. Cardinals coming off of a big win over the hapless Dallas Cowboys, and Seattle has been relatively dominant most of the season. Uh, Russell Wilson's looking like a true MVP type candidate or true MVP. Honestly, right now, three and a half points. I think that's that was generous, and and I think uh, or I think that's generous to the Cardinals. I would have expected them to be closer to five and a half to seven, and I think the only reason it's not closer is because the Cardinals had such a convincing win on Monday night. So because that spread is a little bit lopsided, in my opinion, I think I have to give Seattle the points there, or like the spread to cover, and I'm going to give Seattle the win. 55 and a half, I got to go under there. Um, I see this game, at least with my picks happening, that Seattle's almost embarrassingly so shutting down that Cardinals offense. Um, I, I I think that that Cardinals offense is good but inexperienced and against a world class type defense should show its cracks and usually the Seahawks are that kind of defense so I think the Seahawks defense has been anything but that this season I think the Seahawks do kind of get an edge in this game um so I'm going to pick them and I'm going to pick them minus three and a half but I definitely see the over of 55 and a half being a possibility and I think it's actually a possibility I'm willing to pick myself uh I think the Seahawks defense has been pretty rough. I think the Cardinals defense has been pretty rough. And you've got two very much spread passing offenses facing off against each other. I think we could see some hits. Uh, I'm not I'm not surprised to see the over-under this high up. And I, I could definitely see us hitting it over in this one. All right, and then the last game of the week, uh, a little bit surprised that this is the Monday night game. We have the Rams versus the Bears. Now, the the... Bears have had a pretty good run this season. I mean, really, with that one loss, but um, you know, Nick Foles taking over for Mitch Trubisky. It's been a fun offense, and the Rams, Rams have been pretty good themselves. Uh, really, though, thrashing the NFC East, and then uh, coming off of a pretty tough showing this past week against the Niners. So, 
I think I'm going to have to go with the Bears with those six points. That spread just seems a little bit goofy to me. So I think i got to give the Bears that, that benefit. And I, I think I give the Bears the win as well. Uh, I don't think that the Rams have had too tough of opponents this year. And I think that they, uh, they've gotten a little bit comfortable with the lack of talent they've been playing against. And so when they even against a team like the Niners that hasn't been that good, their crack showed last week. And I think that that continues against a more competent defense and offense uh, in the Bears. So I'm going to go with the Bears. Um, 44 and a half, that seems a little bit low to me. I'm going to go with an over on that 44 and a half. All right. I think you can lock this one in because I feel the exact same way. I think the Bears are going to getting a little bit disrespected being six-point dogs in this one. Um, yeah, I'll take the Bears plus six. Uh, I'm taking the Bears money line, and I think we just see a little bit more action in this one than this 44-and-a-half over-under suggests. I would take the over in this one. Um yeah, I, 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 I think that that, uh, that seems low. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, a lot of great games this week. Unfortunately, this Eagles game is taking a turn as we are wrapping up the podcast here. They are down 14 to 10, but mm-hmm. you never know. Uh, we got the whole fourth quarter ahead of us. And um, we hopefully have some great games to talk about. We'll, we'll be coming back on Monday with our normal weekly podcast. We also have some really good soccer games to talk about this weekend, so we'll fill you guys in on all that stuff and more. Uh, on Monday, and we appreciate you guys listening. Obvi- uh, as always, you can find our podcast on the Google Play Store, Apple, Spotify, really, you name it, all of the major uh, podcast hosts. And uh, you can hit up our socials at, at BOTT Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. Hello. Good job speaking into the microphone. Yeah, Jared did it this time, guys. We so did it. We're going to get back to the game, guys. Thanks for uh, listening and popping by. As always, give us any comments, feedback, questions you have, and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.